do there, friends and neighbors? This is O.W.B. Walker, and you are listening to the Bad Apples Podcast. Oh. Oh, yeah. You all know what time it is. It's time for a brand new episode of the Bad Apples Podcast. Here's the thing. God is good, and we are not. (laughs) But God is so good that we are loved. And through Mm. His justice and through His goodness... He took care of our sin by placing it on his son, Jesus. Yeah, he did. So that we could have relationship with him. See, left to our own devices, and we're some bad apples. We're some rotten scoundrels. We are sinners, (laughs) y'all. But there is living proof that God can take what is bad and make it good. He's not finished until our tree is flourishing. We're here to talk about it all. The rise, the fall, the faith. The fear, the good, the bad, the wins, the losses, life, love, and all of the above. And we're here to have fun while we do it. This is the Bad Apples Podcast. Let's go. That's right. Man. It is good to be back. It's good to be back. And we are super excited about We're going to be closing up the prayer thing. Like our our whole How to Pray series. Yeah. We're going to be on yield. Mm. It's going to be awesome. Hallelujah. We got so much to talk about with Yield, too. There's a lot there to unpack. But we need to get it done because mm-hmm. Christmas is coming. Christmas is Christmas on its way. Christmas is bro. coming. So uh, we got to be prepared for that. But anyway, you had a dude at the top of the episode. Yes, I did. W.B. Walker. Old W.B. Was that pretty close? Yeah. I feel like I could be his voice double. I think you should. W.B. hit me up. <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is. Yeah, he's from Dingus, West Virginia. Dingus. All right. <laughs> I didn't know dingus was a derogatory term until I came to Illinois. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I pastored in dingus, right? You, you seem like a dingus. <laughs> the old dingus tunnel, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, tell me about WB. Uh, he has a podcast, okay? And, man, it's a, it's a pretty big deal in West Virginia and abroad. Okay. okay. Um, and abroad. And abroad. Okay. Um, he, uh, he does the WB Walker's Old Soul Radio Show. Yeah. And he uh, he just debuts uh, country artists. Okay. And he um, he just plays some, like, more more of your indie country artists. Uh, at one time, Coulter Wall was on his show. And okay. Tyler Childers, I think, uh, done some stuff with him there. Uh, either Tyler was at the show in Huntington, or he was actually on the podcast. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Old W.B. Walker. Gave his life to God. That's awesome. Yeah, he's living that redeemed life now. Sweet. Still doing the podcast, though. So y'all check it out. I'll see, I'll, you know, I'll put a link in, in the show for W.B. W.B. Walker's Old Soul Radio Show. Yeah, man, I'll check that out. You know, I'm... Yeah, man. I need another podcast to add to my deck. Yeah. Anyway, so... um. We are not drinking coffee Mm-mm. tonight because as we record this, it's late at night and yeah. we both have to work in the morning. Yeah, and so we we're not drinking coffee, but we are really excited about Christmas coming. And yeah. so we got this Advent coffee thing. Oh. And so what we've decided is that each of us are going to the world. Yeah, I know. It's going to be so good. Each of us are going to go find six coffees. Yeah. And we're going to split the bag. Mm-hmm. Evenly between us. Mm-hmm. One of us, obviously, will know what the coffee is. The other person just has to drink it for the, those days. So here's what I'm Woo! thinking. To add, like, a real Advent thing to this. like okay. So it is Advent. Yeah. What if, what if Ooh. we took our 12 different coffees and it was you had to drink, you know, um, it two days in a row. Okay. So you, you got to drink it twice. You're doubling. Yeah. So is it better, is it better to do, like, back-to-back? So you got two days to figure it out, and hey, yeah, this is what my these are my tasting notes. This is what I like, you know. <laughs> okay, all those kind of things. Or is it better to you just have to drink them one day after another? Yeah, and then like as we reveal them, you have to go back and drink all twelve again. So then you know mm. what they are, and you have to be like, oh, now that I know what they are, like does this change Man, this my is, perspective? This is intense. I don't know. What do you think? I like that. Which one? Oh man, I don't know. You just you can't just say, "Oh, I like that." <laughs> I gave you two you just, options. You just tell me what to do, and I'm going to do it. No, I don't know. You know what I mean? On one hand, I want to know if like knowing what the coffee is affects like the perspective. For sure, it's going to. I think. Yeah. 
Or, but the other thing too is like I know when I brew coffee, um, sometimes it takes me a trial run to figure out for like sure how to brew it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, oh man, this is really strong. Yeah. Maybe I just need to dial it back a little bit and then we hit a sweet spot and things are good. So, yeah. Well, let's do the two days. Yeah. Two in a row. I That's like the way it. it's going to be. We got 24 days. I like that. You know, 24 days of coffee. Mm. It's going to be so good. Mm. We're going to get to talk about all the different kinds that we've had. Yeah. So I am pumped about that. I think it's going to be really fun. If you've got ideas, Ooh. and I, I think a lot of our listeners do have some way of getting a hold of us. Um, yeah, so probably. Send some ideas our ways. I got I got a few things that I'm I'm pretty set on. Mm. A couple different coffees. Like I'm like that. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah. Now um, you know there's gonna be flavored coffee. You know. Why do you hate me? But it's Christmas. Why do you hate me? Because <laughs> it's Christmas. But that's why you hate me. No. That's hate why I love coffee. you. Hate flavored coffee. No, you don't. There's a Highlander. What is this? I'm shutting you off because you hate flavored coffee. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know you could do that. I'm in. I'm in the outro music. Here's a, here. Here's That's a, not the outro music. Here's the trans. Here's trans. Here's a hit the wrong button. Here's a transparent moment. I hit the wrong button. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Anyway, we're real pumped about the the Advent coffee. It's gonna be really fun. We're yeah. super pumped about it. But I gotta be honest with you, and I know I've said this before on the podcast. Yeah, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Yeah, it is. Like I love Christmas. Don't mm. get me wrong; I'm not a Grinch. I'm not somebody who's like, "Oh, Christmas is the worst." No, but Thanksgiving mm. is so good. Man. It's like everything that's awesome about Christmas, but purified because there's no gifts. Mm, yeah, like that's true. Big meal, family, mm. football, mm. naps. Wow, yeah. I don't like naps, dude. I don't nap often. Although your mama's cooking. Yeah. I'm telling you what. Dude, this year's going to be really fun. Yeah, man. It's going to be really fun. We're going to be over at Scott and Debbie's. It's going to be good. That's cool. So, That's yeah. cool. They've got they got a little bit more room to spread out there, too. So All right. It's going to be it's going to be good. Um, you know. So, anyway. I love it. I love it too, man. I I uh super super pumped and I think you've kind of rubbed off on me with Thanksgiving because honestly, like Loved, always loved my family's Thanksgiving, but we really didn't do a huge Thanksgiving. It so was you always be careful. They they're listening to. This. Oh, for sure. Okay, <laughs> it, for sure. And you know, I, I like I I would trade you for my parents any day. Whoa, you know what I'm saying? Or I mean, like I would I would like if I had a chance to go home, I would do that. Oh, okay, yeah, any day All right. over coming and and having Thanksgiving with you. But like that was a good save. You have definitely. Made me fall in love with Thanksgiving. Dude, Thanksgiving is such For a great sure. holiday. And again, my favorite thing about it is it had it's it's a pretty pure holiday. Yeah, there's not a lot of racket with it. It depends um, on who you talk to. If you're woke, then it's a murderous holiday. Because <laughs> of the turkey. Because the pilgrims. The pilgrim. Anyway, you know they say they murdered them on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they. Yeah, you know. I got to do some research. It's a big thing right now. Anyway. We We're not that podcast. podcast. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The mug is coming soon. I love it. Anyway, so we're pumped about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is going to be great. But also, man, Christmas. Christmas is something we do big. Last year, we we dove deep into um, the Christmas carol. Yeah, we did. And so, like, I'm excited about all the potential that Christmas oh, offers to us. Man, it does. It's going to be really fun. Mm, I'm so excited. So, usually, usually... At this point, before we like dive into the deep subject, there's some sort of ministry highlight yeah. that we do. And we've been we've been hitting the pour over. We've been promoting some different books. We love doing that. If you've got yeah, a ministry that you want us to to talk about, yes. we would love to actually have you talk about it. But like so if you send us a voice clip of, hey, this is a ministry that's really awesome. We love it. Like, you know, whether it's something that you personally like own and do or it's something you feel passionate about. Yeah. You know, we want to hear that. And, you know, that's this is your chance to offer something to the podcast and to have your voice and things that matter to you be heard here. You know, we want to use our platform to help our listeners out. Yeah. Joy to the world. That's what we're about. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. We are that podcast. We are that podcast. Exactly. So Hallelujah. here's here's like what I wanted to do instead. Okay. I don't have like a fancy like, you know, with music behind it. You I mean, can hit you the button music? track. No. Um, here's what I want to challenge people to do this Christmas, figure out some way to benefit other people, not mm. your family, 
not like n- not like give gifts to uh, like the people you're going to give gifts to anyway. Yeah. But like whether it's Angel Tree or being a part of like the the shoebox thing, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Operation wow. Christmas Child. Yes. You know, or volunteering, doing something else. One of the things that I used to do on Thanksgiving with my in-laws, uh, with Emily's family, was we would go and, and serve the the meal downtown here in Springfield oh, on Thanksgiving. It was awesome. That's I loved awesome. it. Yeah. It was a really cool thing. So my challenge, our challenge mm. to you, um, it's our challenge because it's our podcast. True. Um, so I have to do it too. Well, yes. Um, Ooh, is is to try to think of some way that you can, you can be extra this year. One of the things that Emily did a few years ago was – uh, we did name draw with our our family, and yeah. so she gave her brother in law these little chicken figurines, and they each represented a chicken that she bought for um, through World Vision, and so that's to cool. benefit somebody else. And I mean, like the thing is, is whatever she was going to buy him, like this has a bigger impact than sure. whatever it is that she was going to buy him. You know, so that's awesome. Um, doing something like that, you know, get creative, yeah. come up with some way to be generous towards somebody else, and it doesn't have to cost money either. Maybe, like, you know, you need to go out and just volunteer doing something. Yeah. You know? That doesn't cost you anything but your time. So, if you got more time than money, maybe volunteer. Man. you got more money than time, there you go. Maybe, you know, give some money away. I love so, that. And this is an, also an opportunity to tell you how we are tiering our sponsorships here at... No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I um, love it. But, uh, no, for real, go out and bless somebody this holiday season. Yeah. We, we would love to see our listeners going out, being the hands and feet of Jesus. We know that you are already, but do something a little bit extra, a little bit different, you know, something that's outside of your comfort zone. I think that it will bless you and it will bless somebody else. Absolutely. That's what we're about this holiday. Absolutely. And when you do that, mention the Bad Apples podcast. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you'll get a discount on something. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I don't think that's actually how that works. I don't think that's how it works at all. Anyway, I'm sorry, I just ruined that moment. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you know, so George yeah, world for real, not about us, all about Jesus. We and we want you to, you know, do something in His name, not in ours. Anyway, yes, been talking about prayer. Been talking about prayer. I'm pumped about it. Me too, man. We are finally on to the why of prayer. Prayer. Mm-hmm. Pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of our acronym. Acronym. So again, the P was praise. Pause. Pause. Good grief. Sorry, man. Do we need to back it up and like erase that? I'm sorry. It's ingrained in me the first PRAY acronym that I learned. Okay. And PRAISE was first. Well, but pause. 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 First. Yes. What's the R? Rejoice. Yeah, there we go. Rejoice oh, yeah. always. Yes. What's A? Ask. There we go. And then finally, <laughs> Y is yield. Yield. And so I think that when we hear the word yield and when we're looking at prayer and we're looking at the the Lord's prayer specifically, it's like mm. your, your kingdom come, your will be done. It's kind of the thing that we automatically think with yield. And I think that that's appropriate, right? Right. right. You know, but I think that there's something there, there's a lot more to it, but I do want to touch on yielding to God's will. Mm. And so mm. there's a lot of tricky things with this mm-hmm. because it's really tough to to say, oh, this is God's will. This isn't God's will. You know, this is this is what He wants for me. This is what He doesn't want for me. Right. This is what really I want for me. But I think that God wants it for me too because God wants me to be happy. Yep. Again, that doesn't actually exist in the Bible. God doesn't want you to be happy necessarily. Right. Like you know, I'm sorry that sounds harsh, but right. That's, I don't think that's scriptural. No, God wants you to be happy. I agree with that. I think He's I think He's out for our. I think He has good intentions toward yes. us. I think. Um, I think he absolutely, um, you know, has the best for us in mind. Sure. But I think sometimes the best for us doesn't always make us happy. Oh, for sure. And, and I think it's important to remember that God is our heavenly father. Yep. You know, sometimes, yep. and this is going to sound weird, so just prepare yourself. Mm. Here's a weird moment coming your way. Okay. Sometimes we think of God in in the love context as like a romantic sort of love. Yes. Like where, you know, he he's out for for me to make me happy. No, yes. he is he is your heavenly father. There are things that I do for my kids that like are for my kids mm. that they hate. Yep. They absolutely hate. Yep. That's good. But my job isn't to make them happy. I want them to be happy, but my job is to help them grow 
and and flourish and and all these other things like my my job is to shepherd them as they grow up yeah i'm not being a good father if all i'm doing is trying to make them happy that's a really good thought because i feel like a lot of christianity really leans into well, this this I need to do what makes me happy. Sure, and and, and it's not really God just wants cre- me to be happy, right? And know? it's not really just Christianity. It's no. really just in general it's, people in general these yep. days. It's like let me lean into what makes me happy. But Christians really seek out. Well, yeah, God and, wants me. To and be sometimes, happy. sometimes what what the world does that we don't do, the like the the world is like I deserve to be happy. Yes, and that's where they land. But Absolutely. Christians, what they've done is something worse, and they've attached God wants me yes. to be happy. Yeah. Jeremiah 29 and 11. Well, and, and I think that God has plans <laughs> I, for us. I do. I do. And I, I think do that they do prosper us and don't harm us Absolutely. in the sense of, like, we have victory in Jesus. Absolutely. Like, yeah. there's a lot of awesome Christians who have suffered greatly and lost much. Mm. And I believe before the end, most of us will suffer greatly yeah. and lose much. Yeah. And so, like... If, if that's if your litmus test for if God's will is good is whether or not you are happy, mm. I think that you got to deal with that. Yeah, that's gonna it's gonna really warp the rest of this conversation. Yeah, I think um, happy is it, it could be subjective. Sure, and I think and I don't really have a deep thought here, but like I feel like happiness is is so much different than joy. Oh, sure. Being in the fullness of joy yep. is way different than just happy. Yeah. The Celtics make me happy, but they don't bring me the fullness no. of joy. Yeah, for you real. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's a that's another, man, we could deep dive oh, into yeah, that for, forever. But for we got to sure. tie this up so we can get ready for Christmas. But um, I think, though, one, one thing I do want to say. Yeah. If you're like, your will be done, your kingdom come, your will be done. If mm. that's what you're praying and mm. you're trying to figure out what God's will is, here's my only pro tip. Like my my only pro tip around this, mm-hmm. and it is, if you want to know God's will, read God's word, because his man. his his will is spelled out throughout the Old and New Testament. You Come see on. the character of God. Yep. And so, if you're like, I don't know what God's will for me is in this situation. Yeah. One way that you can find clarity is to actually look at what does God do and how does God act. Yep. And you can find that in Scripture. Yep. And so I think that, again, like the Bible is a wonderful roadmap to navigating our life with God. Yeah. And so use it to help you. Absolutely. You know, so again, we we look at sometimes the Bible as a rule book, but really, again, the Bible is a guide. It's supposed to help you figure out and discern what is, what am I supposed to do next? So, yeah, that's, that's, we're not going to spend a ton of time on will. Yeah. Because that's something that, you know, discerning God's will is very complicated. But I think that our next piece here, the next thing with yielding mm-hmm. is going to be really helpful as we look at yielding and, and um, well, as we look at at figuring out God's will. Yeah. Um, I think that this next piece of yielding is going to be helpful. And that's sure. listening. Oh, my goodness. So, oh, my goodness. I want to tell you how we got here. Okay. You know why we're reading this book, right? I mean, sure, maybe. Tell why, me why are we reading this book? I don't know. Why did you read this book? Because, because I, I, tell, I, me, tell I, the I, truth. Because I felt like I should. Okay, but like, how did you know about the book? Uh, you told me exactly, and I, I told listened. you. You know, you know why I knew about the book? Because someone told you about no, it. No, because oh. I read his other book. <laughs> oh, okay. which is how to hear God. You really had me going. Yeah, I, I did. Where you I, were going I there. was hoping that you would just like you know latch on to it. You know, man, <laughs> so put the ball on the team. Just hit the ball, Cody. That's yeah, all you got to do. I'm sorry. Just hit the ball. Anyway, so we. I, I read this book, How to Hear God. Have you, did you end up finishing it? I know you started it. Did you start it? How did I started it? Did not finish it. Okay, How to Hear God is like the second book in this How to Pray thing. Yeah, and it was awesome. As yeah. I was reading, it, I was like, "Man, this is this is super profound." Mm-hmm. And all of that, like, comes from this this piece of listening yeah. to God in the form of yielding. Because yeah. pro tip number one of of like knowing God's will is to, you know, look for it in the Bible and see how it lines up. But the, the other thing is you actually got to take time to listen to God after you pray. It's supposed to be a conversation. Um, one of the things in the book, 
And I love this quote. I wish I would have, like, highlighted it and, like, you know, wrote it on my arm or something. But he basically says, like, a young man comes to prayer and sees prayer as him talking to God. Yeah. But an old man sees prayer as a time to listen yeah, to God. And absolutely. it's this, this idea of as you mature, yeah, you are you're learning to slow down and listen. Yeah. And it's so profound. Somewhere in the book, and it, it could have been close to what you just quoted or, or close to that story. He was talking about, he had a conversation with a guy and he was talking about how, I think it was where he like, he prays without ceasing or he prays all day long. Yeah. But the guy was like, he kind of scoffed at him and was like, I pray more or something like that in that one hour because it's, it's listening. Yeah. Then, then, Praying all day and just hearing yourself talk, that one hour sure. of just sitting and listening is more more praying than all of the time you spend talking or whatever. Yeah, and, and I think that there, one of the things that we see Jesus even talking about as he begins to talk through the, the Lord's Prayer is yeah. like, you know, check your posture, check yeah. your attitude about prayer before you go into it. Absolutely. If you think this is your time to display your works before God so that you can be exalted, like that is not what we're here for. Absolutely. You know, you you are here to present yourself to God. Mm. You can ask for, for things. I mean, we talked about that last time. You can ask. Yeah. But ultimately, like you're seeing this as relational time with the Father. And mm. you find that relational time through listening. And so um, I, I love that in... The book now there is a there is another version of this book. Okay, I, I don't know if I talked about this or not, but it's how know. how I actually wrote a lot of our curriculum for our fall retreat for our high school kids. Was there is a kids version of this? It's oh like, wow! It's like not for high school kids. It's like for elementary kids. That's with awesome. Pictures and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. But what I loved about it is it boiled the book down to like these are the the applicable principles, and so uh, the applicable applicable principles Man. here for listening. Man, I should have. I like different that. words. Hey, you're anyway, doing good. Um, is you can you can listen through scripture, through like dreams and visions and voices and that like kind of the weird stuff that like yeah. we don't like to talk about. I do. I uh, know you do. <laughs> and then there's the still small voice. And yeah. so um, we talked a little bit about scripture, so I don't want to spend a ton of time there. But I, again, I think that God speaks to us through scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, if if we truly believe, truly believe, yeah, the Bible is God's word, like. And you're looking to hear from God. Yeah. There's a guaranteed avenue. Absolutely. To get God's words. Guaranteed. Into your ears. Yep. And it's and it's through scripture. Absolutely. How, like, I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. How have you seen that true in your life? Like God speaking to you through scripture. Um, goodness. Um, I mean, I, I used to really lean heavy onto, all right, what's what word does someone have for me? Mm. You know, and it's just kind of like, I spent a lot of time just waiting. All right. You know, just kind of like God, just send somebody to speak a word into my life. Sure. And then I started realizing the more I would pray that, the more I understood like, okay, maybe I need to just open the Bible. Yeah. And when I would do that, it was almost like, Word for word, page for page, I would just, I would just see things pop out at me, and I just felt like God was speaking to me in those moments. Yeah, um, and and so then I then I learned, um, you know, if someone does, oh, I got a word for you, or 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 you know, God, you know, God asked me to share this with you, or like, and, and that's fine. Like I, I, I hear that sometimes. Yeah. But if it's like not if it's not backed by scripture, sure. And it, and if it doesn't like if it doesn't align with scripture, oh for sure. That's when I'm like, all right, see ya. Yeah. But like, so I I guess I've kind of shifted, and maybe I'm maybe I'm a little off topic. Maybe no, I got you're off good. Topic, but um, you're actually hitting on something. I mean, that we kind of set up before we're talking about like measuring God's will. Yeah. Through scripture, this is the same thing. Yeah. You know, measure the words that you hear. Yeah. Like, whether it's from somebody like, hey, I got a word for you, or it's something that, like, you know, again, we're going to talk about some of these other things, like, you know, whether it's the still small voice, like that Mm. sensation of, like, I feel pulled towards this, or it might be a dream. Yeah. Or a vision, or just like, and like, I know that might make you 
super uncomfortable. Maybe yeah. not you, but like I'm talking to our <laughs> listeners. That might make you super uncomfortable. Right. But I truly do believe that like sure. God speaks in crazy ways that we yeah. don't understand. Yeah. And one person's experience might be totally different than yours. Yep. And that doesn't mean it's wrong. But what you're saying yeah. is so important. Yeah, it is. Because there is a measuring stick yep. to figure out like if if God's vision that he's put in your head yeah. is that you're supposed to harm other people in God's name, that's mm. probably not from God. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> because I know that the Old Testament had a lot of that, but yeah. that we ain't living there no more. Not. It's a new covenant. Amen. And so like that's probably not accurate. Yeah. So weigh, weigh the dreams and visions that you feel like you have or the things you've heard about yep. with Scripture. Yep. So and, and to give so to go back a little bit and give you a specific example. So when I was when I was praying to move to Illinois, yeah, I was really struggling because that's when I was kind of I was like, all right, all right, am I going to go to church and someone's going to speak to me and it's going to be confirmation and all this, but but. What I found was when I would go into my, my prayer time, like I was going early, really early in the mornings, praying specifically, God, is this your will? What do you want mm-hmm. me to do? How do you want me to do this? I need to know. I, I would open up the Bible, and it just every single time, I didn't, I didn't Google a specific verse. I would open up the Bible and just start reading, and it would hit me, and his word would just pop out at me and it would talk about stepping out on faith or it would talk about, you know, trusting sure. God or, or, you know, it, like there was even one, it was talked about going to unknown places. I was like, okay, yeah. all right, God, like your word is speaking. Sure. And so, so in that moment specifically is when I was hearing the voice of God through his scripture Yeah. and not waiting on other people to give me this word because I was opening up his word. Yeah. And it was alive and well and speaking to me directly. Yeah. No, and I love that you shared that too, because like I've, I've had those moments of like trying to pray for discernment in a Mm -hmm. decision, you know? And, um, and I truly believe that like, you know, God opens doors and he closes doors and he helps you figure things out as you go along. Yeah. But I think one of the most terrible things about God if there could be terrible things, <laughs> is that sometimes he just lets you decide on your own. I know. I was getting ready to say, and like, it doesn't work that way every time. No, no. like you know, like there there have been times where it's like, hey, here, you choose. Yeah, you yeah. choose. I, I've like, I've come to places in in the road like that, and you know, it's just been like, all right, I have to I have to understand in those moments that God is going to be God mm-hmm. when I go this way. And God's going to be God when I go this way, and he's got to figure it figured out. Well, and what makes that so terrible is that, like, <laughs> you know what's awesome is when it's like, God, why did you bring me here? You brought me here. You yeah. forced this upon me. You know, <laughs> when you're Jonah and Nineveh, you're like, yeah. ah, God, you suck. This is yeah. what you told me I had to do. <laughs> but when he lets you make your own decisions, yeah. it's like, oh, dang. Like, God's still God. Yeah, he he's still there. He is. Some of the decisions you have yeah. are not that holy. Or they might be pretty important, but that doesn't make them holy. Yeah, that's uh, true. And so, like, that's good. You know, I, I don't know. Oh, well, anyway, so that's scripture good. super valuable. Yeah. Now let's talk about the weird stuff, dreams mm. and the visions. Yeah. You got like a story. I know I'm putting I'm putting you on the spot again. You got like a you got, you got like a like a, <clears throat> a story that's not going to creep people out. Um. Like you're super creep people out about dreams. Yeah, here I'll tell you a story while you think of this story. Okay, like you okay, get okay. your own. You you know, okay. Search through the recesses of your brain. Okay. So when we when we talked about this at at fall retreat, like I asked Emily. So I had I had had um, Emily and Mike, and then me. We all talked about these different avenues of hearing God. Yeah. I talked about scripture. Mike talked about the still small voice, and Emily talked about you know, the dreams and the visions and yeah. stuff like that. Because like, I believe that there is the spiritual gift of discernment. I think there's a spiritual gift of, sure. of, of having those kinds of, um, again, like dreams and, and visions and yeah. like these, these, these supernatural. Right. Yeah. Things that we don't quite understand. Absolutely. And Emily is so much more open to that. Yeah. Than than I am. Mm-hmm. And so it was cool to have her talk about it because she was able to share like some some things that in the moment I didn't see them yeah. as 
confirmation of these dreams and visions and all these other things sure. and how this all played out. And, you know, and when she shares it, it's like, well, well, I guess that makes sense. I see it. Like, yeah. I see what you're saying. I don't like it because it's weird and I don't understand it. Right. But I see what you're saying. Mm. Did that give you enough time to think of something? Yeah. I mean, I don't have, I don't have much. Um, okay. And the reason, so I've never really been, I'm the, I'm the one that I dream. I dream vividly, but I wake up. It's gone. Oh, dude. Dream journal. Put it next to the <laughs> bed. I, like, I don't even, like, I don't even have time. Like, I mean, when I wake up, it's gone. Like, I don't even have time to write it down. And I don't think it's necessarily, like, deep vision dreams. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but, I, I mean, I've had crazy things happen to me as far as, like, whoa, this this can't be yeah anything other than a supernatural moment. As in, like, like a phone call. Yeah. Like phone call and a, and a friend is like, hey, God, God spoke to me while I was praying this and this and this and this. And it was word for word what I was either going through, what I was praying for. That's wild. You know, stuff like that. And it's like. Well, that's happened with us before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there and there's a there's a guy, very close friend of mine. Uh, his name's Brad. And there have been times in our lives that I just can't, you know. I just can't put words into how God has spoken through both of us yeah. for each other. Yeah. And like, there were just times where like, it was crazy. Uh, one, one day I had, I was on my way back from college. I had stopped by my, my home church. I, I never, I had never, you know, I guess it wasn't abnormal for me to stop there, but I was tired. I was coming from class. I didn't want to stop there, but I really had to use the bathroom and I stopped Used yeah. the bathroom, okay? I had a key. I used the bathroom. I was coming out. Hadn't seen Brad in five years. He had moved away. He was praying on the way back from where he was coming from. He had moved out of his house. Some stuff had happened with his, you know, uh, his, um, I think it was fiance. Some stuff had ended there. So he's moving back home. He's driving an hour and a half, two hours, you know, back home. He's praying all the way, hoping someone would be at the church. I just so happened to be there using the bathroom. Yeah, that's wild. And he comes in, he's like, it's a holy pee. Yeah, he's like, no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, dude, no way, it's you. Like, Yeah, that's, that's but, awesome. And what's crazy is I had stopped there and I had stayed there because I was kind of going through my own relationship stuff yeah. with an ex-girlfriend and I'm like, man, I just really want to sit here and pray. It's so peaceful. Yeah. So I sat there and then he comes and he's dealing with the stuff and it's just like, so stuff like that, is what I have connected to. But yeah. as far as like dreams and stuff like that, I'm not really ever sure. You know, visions. I know, you know, some people see like, man, I had a vision and, and like, you know, some of it I connect to some of it. I don't. Yeah. You know, and I think it's a real thing. So I mean, yeah, what I love about the book and the way that the book handles this, mm -hmm. because like he says, and I agree, just don't write it off. Yeah. Like yep. you might be given a dream. Yep. You might be given a vision. Yeah. You might hear a voice. You might have like a reoccurring word that just like boom, boom, yeah. boom. Whatever that is. Yeah. Just be open. Yeah. It might be nothing or it might be something. Yeah. He handles it really well in this book. And I, it, I thought it was really well spoken right. from him. And I don't come from a charismatic background. Right. Like, um, and I know you do. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that balances as well, especially when we talk about this I stuff. Love is it, that man. there's like there's there is a um a push and pull of this, but I think the ultimate thing, yeah. and again, where I love what he says here, and he says, just be open. Yeah. Just be open to what if this is something? Yeah. What if it's nothing? If it's nothing, who cares? Right. If it's something, don't miss it. And, and that's, that's really important. Um, I, I listened to another, another podcast. It's the Carrie Newhoff podcast. Okay. And he had Louis Giglio on. Oh and, man. Yeah. And Louis, Oh man, he talked. He told two stories, and both of them just like, um, they were really special to me yeah. in that moment. Now I don't know Louis Giglio; never met the dude, right? But he runs passion conferences, and passion conferences help shape my faith to where it is now. Sure, like I, I had serious doubts about our generation, mm. like being able to sustain and maintain the church. Yeah, beyond this, like, like, and because growing up, it's mostly older folks that are helping the church go. Right. And I was like, God, is the church going to die? Right. With my generation. Mm. 
there's so much, you know, there's so many lost people. And yeah. I went to Passion, and I'm surrounded by 66,000 people. It's crazy. And just all singing to Jesus, you know, people giving their lives to Christ. And, like, yeah. um, what's one of my favorite things is, like, there's some, um, there's a famous Christian rapper that, that gave his life to Jesus at one of the Passions I was at. And I'm like, man, nice. we're connected. Who is it? Uh, his name is YB. Like, he's famous in, in certain circles. I mean, he's gotcha. probably ain't that famous. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's pretty popular I'll try to, I'll amongst listen. the youths. Um, all right, all right. So, yeah, anyway, he uh, he tells that story, and it's really cool. And, That's and cool. So, anyway, Louie, he tells these two stories on, on Carrie Newhouse's podcast about just the, these visions. And, and he's like, you know, and he doesn't come from a charismatic background either. Right. He grew up going to Charles Stanley's church. Yep. And so, like, he, he tells the story of the vision of passion. Mm. And he's, he's like, he was on an airplane, and he's reading this this magazine, and that was showcasing this new venue, mm. like this new outdoor big venue. And um, after, like, looking through that, he just was looking out the window and just hit with this this vision of thousands of college kids just on their faces praying. Wow. And um, Wow. And he just had this vision. And then he goes home and he talks about this vision and it, and it, you know, it gives way to like what the passion conference was yeah, man. and they kept working towards this. A couple of years later, they booked this venue and he sees it. He sees the full fruition of this. Man. And then you talk about just how like one vision, like one like image from God, like on this guy's heart, like again, it's impacted my life. It's impacted Emily's life. It's impacted my sister's life. That's it's awesome. impacted so many different lives. Wow. Just because one guy was willing to not write it off. Wow. So like, maybe don't write it off. Yeah, for sure. And and he tells another story too, and, and I won't tell that story. You should just go and listen to it. The, it's a it's a recent carrying you off thing with Louis Giglio. Super cool. Love it. Anyway, but dreams and visions may not be your thing. May really weird you out. But here's the thing. Yeah. God might be trying to speak to you through that avenue. Absolutely. One of the things I love about this book and how to pray, it's that sometimes we believe that God is silent. Yeah. But mm-hmm. most of the time we're just not listening. Uh, come on. And that's and that's such a powerful thing. That's such a powerful statement. Yeah. And so, yeah, dreams and visions may not be your jam. God might be speaking to you through it. Don't write it off. You might end up starting you know, a global movement that, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands Dude. of college kids give their life to Jesus through. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that? Uh, you hit it. Cool. I mean, yeah, I, you hit it. I, I just think um, it's never been, it, like I said, it's never been my thing to have dreams or I can't really say I've ever had like a vivid vision, um, you know, per se. Yeah. Uh, but absolutely, uh, you know, and of course, like you mentioned, like I, you know, I come from a charismatic, but so yeah, don't write it off. Yeah. You never know. Like you, you really, right. you really just never know. Right. And, and again, like you said, I love, I love what you said about, you know, keeping scripture in mind. Yeah, man. You know, if you, if your vision seems out of the character of Christ, it's probably not of Christ. Yeah. So yeah, just keep that in mind. Yeah. I, and yeah, that's a, that's a whole, that's a great deep topic. Um, but I, I have just I have been in many situations where, you know, you just you, you're you, oh you you're dealing with this evangelist or this this you're in this revival and they're it's real spiritual and they're going to speak over your life and it's like, all right, man, I, I I'm going to receive this, but then I'm going to take that back and I'm going to measure it towards scripture, sure. and if it's not scriptural, then. I'm not going to receive oh, yeah. that. And there's a lot of well-meaning people out there that For just sure. oh, that absolutely. are just lying to you. Absolutely, like they they're trying to offer you encouragement. Absolutely, and they they cloak they cloak it with prophesying. Yes, and oh, so gosh, yes. you know, like yes, just you know, again, they're yeah. maybe they're evil, maybe they're not. Yeah. I don't really know. Not for me to judge, but right. right. If you go and you measure it to, with Scripture, you're going to be able to understand what's going on. So Scripture, dreams and visions. This is how we listen. Scripture, dreams and visions. And then there's this last thing. It's still a small voice. Mm. It's and I had Mike tell the story of Elijah while he's, you know, he's running from running from Jezebel and he's hiding in the rock. Yeah, man. And then you know the fire comes through and the wind comes through mm. and just you know all these big things happen. Yep. And it's just God saying, "I love, I love what God says to me." He's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, man. 
Elijah, what are you doing? Like, and I think that sometimes God's speaking to us in that still small voice. Absolutely of, is. What are you doing? Yeah. And like we we look for God in the the big moments. Yeah. Like, you know, and he just comes to us as a father. Yeah. He's like, What are you doing here? There's so many times um in my life that I have expected and anticipated yep. God to speak to me in a way that was the hurricane or the sure. or the or the big you know the big moments. I always like to say I, I'm always looking for a neon sign in the sky. Yeah, I'm always looking for the big sign. And one of the I mean I'll call it a struggle. One of the things I've struggled with is coming off of that and listening, mm-hmm. and just listening for the still small voice. Yeah. And when I can do that, it's it's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's so peaceful. And but like I've got to I've got to get my mind off of always looking for God in so many big things. Yeah. Because when I when I look for all of the big things, I miss all of the small things that sure. that, that God is wanting to say or do or yeah. anything like that. Like you know, even yeah. look at even looking at miracles, signs and wonders. Like I'm always looking for the big things when we're we're seeing small miracles sure. every single day, every minute. Yeah, and and even just like, and I think that I, what I love about this this three prong approach to hearing God, yeah, is that you have different layers of how you're going to hear God. Yeah, um, and and I think that the still small voice can come through scripture. Absolutely it can. It can come through just that that vision or dream or just that word that's on your mind. Yeah, that man. thing that you just can't shake. Sometimes it, it just, you know, sneaks in there. Yeah. And I, what I loved about what Mike was talking about with the still small voice. Yeah. It was just a no. Yeah. It was just no. Yeah, man. Like that's not what that's not what you're supposed to do. Oh, man. And so um and and Sometimes, like, sometimes we we are so fixated, like you said, on the big thing. Yeah. That we miss the small thing right in front of us. Absolutely. And sometimes we're looking for God to do something grand yep. and incredible. Yep. But really, it's something small and intentional. Dude. So, one of the things I love, um, and this is a youth group thing, but one of the things that, that I love about the way that we do youth ministry is we really lean hard into small groups. Yeah, you do. And the... The whole concept of small groups is, you know, do for a few what you wish you could do for many. Yeah. You know, um, and so by facilitating small groups, you're able to really get intentional with people. Yep. And what I like about that is it's not grand. It's not overly produced. Come on. It's it's just relational. It's an intentional. And it's it's being there with yeah. people. If, if every one of our small group leaders believed that it was their job to preach to the masses. Yeah. We would not have a small group ministry. Agreed. Like it's just people that are are willing to submit to what is small is yeah. really important because small means intentional yeah. and relational and we believe that by thinking small and doing small we're going to be able to to help people on a bigger scale. Yeah, man. I think that sometimes God works that same way. I agree with that. It's like, I just want you to change this one thing. I want you to say yes to this one thing. I want you to understand I'm saying no to this one thing mm-hmm. so that maybe, just maybe, like the rest of you will catch up and be better. Yeah. Like and be more whole. Yep. Um, I feel like sometimes, and I think this connects, um, when you're speaking about missing maybe what God is wanting to do in front of you. I feel like so many times, and I, and I speak from experience, so many times we worry so much about what's next yeah, that we miss what's now. Right. And that's kind of, it kind of goes along with that. Like when we're looking so far ahead or we're looking for so many things sure. past what we can see, um, God is really wanting to do the now. Like he's really, yeah. he's, he's working now. Sure. He's got your future. Like he's got your, you know, he's got all that. But like sometimes, you know, when he's uh, when he's given us a lamp into our feet, yeah, you know, it's right it's in front just of to us. Our feet. It's, it's to our feet. It's to our feet. It's not the whole road. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's another. That's another. Um, I think it does say 
it's a light into my path as well. But maybe in yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Which does kind of give some. But anyway, you know, anyway. not to poke holes. <laughs> it depends on the translation you use. Sure, I guess. sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but <laughs> sometimes it, I think it goes along kind of with um, you know, listening to that still small voice and not always trying to figure out. Um, you know, the big things yeah. or the neck, the, what's next things or right. not saying that planning is not good um, or, or goals are not good. I'm sure. just saying like, don't miss now for, you know, sure. And you're so focused on what's next. And the other piece of that with a still small voice is it's just like, um, it, not, it's so hard to explain because it's not like intuition. Right. But it's subtle. It is. And, it would be so much easier if it were all dreams and visions. Yeah, for sure. But sometimes it's just like, what are you going to do next? Yeah. What are you doing here? Like, is this it? Yeah. And I think that, that God speaks and it's still small voice many, many times. Mm. And we either, you know, sometimes we listen and obey Yeah. and we just chalk it up to our conscience or just a feeling we had or whatever. Yeah. But maybe it was God communicating to us. So when it comes to listening to God, definitely go and read How to Hear God. Super awesome. Super good. Yeah. But really briefly, Scripture, dreams and visions, still small voice, different avenues you can hear from God. Now, we were going to talk about forgiveness and repentance as another way of yielding. Mm. And we're going to make it super short by saying, just go do it. <laughs> um, you know, forgiveness, <laughs> repentance, you get it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, but I do want to camp one more time on this listening thing. I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Oh, man. It's the, what do you do when God says no? What do you do when God says no? Get mad at him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I mean, I've been mad at him. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, you know, I've, <laughs> I've tried to spiritualize or I've tried to uh, speak you know, my yeah. will into existence. Sure. Um, I've tried to change God's mind. God, if you just do this, then I'll do this. I'll do this. I, I've tried to bargain with God. I've, yeah. I've just flat out cried like a little, like a little baby and just been, you know, just been angry and, yeah. you know, but, um, you know, I've tried to, Oh no, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to plead the blood of Jesus over it until you say yes. You know what I mean? Like just, I think I've, I think I've done all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is great. And I, I didn't know this about you. This is awesome. And I, and I'll say, I'll be honest with you. I, I I don't feel like I don't feel like I do that anymore. Mm. I could. I'm not saying that I. You know. You know. I I, I definitely don't do the the crazy like not crazy but the like the over spiritualized and try to manifest it and try to change God's mind. Sure. Like I've learned that no is a full sentence. Yeah. And no is powerful. Yeah. No is not only powerful for, for, for your personal life, but no is powerful when it comes from God. Yeah. And there's a reason he's saying no. And I think just in this season of my life, I've just learned that God's got it. Yeah. Like I've just seen God do too much for me on my behalf for me to, to believe otherwise. Sure. So even though I may not like it, I'm more prone now to just deal with it, even though I may be unhappy about it. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, all right, God, I know you got this because I've just seen him. I've just seen him do yeah. too much. Right. You know? Well, and one of the things that gives me great comfort when God tells me no, is that like God said no to Paul when he said, when he pleaded with yep. God, he yep. begged God. Yep. You know, I just, you know, I didn't have a really good picture of that until you just start talking about yeah. how you're, you were bleeding the blood of, of Christ, and you know you're crying. Oh, just, you said no, God. Yeah, well, I'll plead the blood. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, like, and he he pleads with God about the thorn yeah. of the flesh. Yeah, he just pleads with him and begs him yeah. three times. He says, and then, you know the the guy who played church after church after church after church. Yeah, you know, yeah. we read it like the words that he's written to these churches, and we find so much encouragement and instruction in it. Yeah, and God said no to that dude. Yeah, he said no to him. Yes. Yes. And then God said no to his son. Come on. Jesus begged him. Come on. To the point where he's, you know, sweating drops of blood. Yes. Father, is it any other way? Yeah. Anything else? Take this cup from me. 
Mm-hmm. And God still says no. So, like, one of the things we talked about last time, mm-hmm. and then we're going to bring back this time, yeah. is that when God says no to you, it doesn't have necessarily anything to do with your level of spirituality. Right. Like, you know, if God says no, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean like, well, he's probably saying no because I skipped church the last two weeks. Come on now. Maybe, but probably not. Right. Probably not. Right. I don't think that God's petty. But I agree. I think that God says no sometimes, and no is hard to hear. Like you said, we want to change his mind. Sure. We want to work that out. Sure. We want to make it happen. And and I think the hard thing with with all of this yielding talk, yeah, is yielding to the no, <laughs> and just and yeah. saying, you know what, yeah, I don't understand, yeah, because that's the thing with with Jesus in the garden. He's like, but not my will, mm. but yours. Mm. I don't deserve this, man. But still, not my will, but yours. With Paul, it was I don't understand, yeah, and I don't know why you haven't taken this from me, right. But you're God and I am not. I love the story of Job, and, yeah. and and I hate the story of Job. Right. Because at the end of Job, it's like, where were you, Job, when I spoke all of this into existence? <laughs> I am God and you are not. It's it, it. The story of Job yeah. is not hope-filled, but it is full of perspective. Oh, yeah, it is. And, you know, we like to focus on how God gave things back to Job, but it what God didn't have to do that. No, he didn't. It it wasn't required of God yeah. to make things square. Yeah. And time and time again throughout Scripture and throughout church history, we see people yeah. who prayed for really holy things. Absolutely. And it didn't work out for them. Yeah. And God said no. And so the the point of yielding isn't understanding. It's just saying, I trust you. Oh, man. And, and, and it's saying, God, I don't have to understand, but I'm going to trust you in this. Yeah. Um, at the time that I was I was working through all this stuff, getting ready for um, fall retreat and finishing this book up and, and, and working through the yield portion, especially the no, I was praying for something that seemed really good mm-hmm. and really right. And it didn't work. Yeah. It didn't work. And it sucked. It absolutely sucked. Yeah. I hate praying for people, and it doesn't work out for them. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> I remember a few years ago, back when I was in Mount Pulaski, I, I did a hospital call, and uh, this this woman was not going to make it. Yeah. She just was not going to make it. Mm. And the doctor said it. The family knew it. Yeah. She knew it. Everybody yeah. knew it. Yeah. And she asked me to pray for a miracle. And I'm just, I'm praying. And yeah. You know, three weeks later, she was she was gone. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I struggle. It just it just sucks. I struggle with stuff like that for sure. But and and I still don't understand. Yeah, I know that people don't live forever. I still don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, because if God would have healed her, man, just imagine the glory, right, at stake <laughs> there. Yeah, but yeah, it's not for me to understand. And and yielding in the no isn't comprehending it's just saying i don't get it but i trust that you're god and i'm not yeah and i trust that jesus really did die for me that there really is hope beyond tomorrow that resurrection is real death is not permanent Mm. pain is not permanent there is something greater on the horizon and i'm going to take that to the bank yeah it doesn't make everything better right here and now but i'm going to trust you god anyway it's hard to do. It's very hard to do. I, um, one of the, um, I guess I would say beautiful or just courageous, um, acts of trust. When I think about trusting no matter what, I guess trusting the sovereignty of God is the story of the three Hebrew boys in the, in the, in the fire when they said, they told the King like, Hey, even if, even if he doesn't save us, we're still not worshiping you. Yeah, right. You know, we're still not bowing. And, yeah. and that, that's so courageous sure. to say that. They knew they were facing death. Yeah. And they knew that, you know what? God God can perform <laughs> a miracle and yeah. show up in this fire, or he don't have to. Yeah, right. And we're still not going to bow down to you. Well, that's the thing about Scripture, too, is like how many other, you know, <laughs> 
trios of Hebrew boys were burned up. <laughs> right. <in> the fire. <laughs> right. They, I mean, they didn't make the cut because their story wasn't. The know? guards were killed yeah. because it was yeah. so hot. Like, you know, I mean, so it's just. I mean, yeah. And, and you look through, especially Hebrew history. I mean, they don't win at all. No. <laughs> right. But actually, they lose quite frequently. Yes. Like, you know, does that mean that God has abandoned them or forsaken them or forgotten them or he's not good mm. and his will's not right or whatever these things? It doesn't feel right to the people that are enduring. Yeah, I know. But God is still God and we are not. And so our our posture of yielding is really trusting yeah. and giving over the keys of understanding and comprehension and just saying, hmm. not my will. Not my will, but yours be done. But yours be done. And one of the things that, that just makes this absolutely hard yeah is that i like things to be balanced and fair sure and so when i read things like god works all things for good for those who love him Mm. you know like when i read passages like that yeah i want to believe that everything will balance at the end yeah like at the end of the day if that person doesn't make it well god's going to work all this good that's going to outweigh yeah their life like he he's gonna do so many things right with this person's you know death that is gonna outweigh the influence of their life mm. it doesn't always work that way no, it doesn't. a lot of times it doesn't yeah the promise isn't god's gonna do equally good it's that he's going to work good yeah some yeah might not be much it may not be worth it to you right the 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 the, the scripture doesn't say that god will work so much good that you're going to be content with trading your hardship for the glory that you see on the other side. Yeah. Like of, of all of this. And, and it just doesn't necessarily work that way. Yeah. And so all that to say, yielding is incredibly hard. Yeah, it is. It's really tough. Yes, it is. But when we do this, when we find ourselves in this position, it makes prayer a two way street. When you pause, you're opening the door. When you rejoice, you're giving glory where glory is due. Mm. When you're asking, you're, you are in the name of Jesus, asking God to tend to your needs. But when you yield, you're opening the door for God to influence your life. Yeah. And you're trusting that his influence is best. His will mm. is best. And that is the full encompassing thing of prayer. Yeah. And it makes it amazing and wonderful. Yeah. And difficult. Very. And something that you can practice your whole life and never master. <laughs> That's But also something accurate. as a three-year-old, you can actually come to Jesus. Absolutely. And offer those things. Yeah. And and I think it's it. prayer is, is such a wonderful thing. Yeah. It's always changing. It's never to be mastered, but it's easy to start. So if you're listening, you're not somebody who prays very often, we hope that these last four episodes have been helpful for you as you're shaping your prayer life. Yeah. We also hope that you go and pick up how to pray. Um, for sure. Go to prayercourse.org because we are not prayer experts. We're just people that pray. Yeah, for and, sure. And so, but there are people out there that have devoted a lot of their life to studying the prayer practices of other people. Yeah. Pete Gregg is one of them people. He's got really awesome, awesome resources for free. Awesome stuff. This book, again, if you're on Audible, is free. Oh. This book is also free if you are a Kindle Unlimited oh. person. So go out there. Nice. Utilize the resources you have at your disposal. And, and if you go out and buy it, it's like 15 bucks, man. Yeah. Like you can't go to Qdoba and spend less than $15. <laughs> and I promise you, the nourishment you will receive from this book will be better, better. than that of Qdoba. And even you won't go if, to the bathroom. Even if you get the pickled onions. Man, the pickled onions oh, are man, they're next good. level. Yeah, they're good. So now Yeah, I think, I think we went on this journey. Um, I feel like it's been... Before we started the the last four episodes of, of this podcast, we kind of both were finding ourselves on a journey to kind of uh, redeem prayer in our yeah, lives. For sure, um, both of us kind of landed on this path where I felt like, and prayer is really what I want to go into. I bought that um, that one book, um, "Living Like Monks" or something like that. I never oh, can praying, remember praying that. like monks, praying like, like monks, living like fools. And I thought, man, I really want to dig into prayer. And then you kind of started talking about. Uh, prayer and then I and I got the um how to hear God book but then you had mentioned this book and I was like all right I feel like God is definitely leading me into a season of just taking in about prayer 
Yeah. And that's, you know, so it's just been, it's been really, um, amazing and encouraging and, sure. uh, awesome just to, just to hear what God is doing in you to see what God is doing in, in me and my life. And, you know, just all the above with it, man. It's just been, it's just been really beautiful. This, this uh, series or this, this, you know, episode, the episode run that we've been on with this has been very encouraging. Yeah. So and I hope it's been applicable to, yeah. to listeners. I feel like it's been way more simple than some people make prayer. Yeah. But also really profound. Yeah. It's nothing that we're saying that's profound. I'm not saying that, but I mean, yeah, maybe you. Most of it's but, stolen. So, <laughs> yeah, like know, we're just, you know. There's nothing new under the sun, man. <laughs> true. Like, yeah. That's true. So, yeah, we, we hope that it's been encouraging for you. We are going to get into the Christmas stuff, and usually Ooh. our Christmas stuff is a lot of fun. Oh, man. Really relaxed. So if you're like, oh, man, I got to get up from the deep dive. Yeah. Don't worry. It's coming. Don't worry. You know. Um, we hope this has been fun for you. Yeah. It's been fun for me. Yeah, it has. I could talk about this all day. So it's been really good. I mean, we can just we can keep going for sure. Yeah. Well, anyway, Cody. Yeah, man. I think we've arrived at the end of our episode. I think we have. Will you tell the people what they want to hear? Oh, God loved us first. God loves us best, and God loves us most. This is the Bad Apples Podcast.